0: what's up cowboy nation really appreciate each and every last one of you all for tuning in being part of this thing really do um we're going to talk free agency we're going to talk a little bit about money and and the value of it and how the market value of something you know sometimes when you put your house out there on the market and they don't go the way you think it's going to go then you have to come down on your pricing meaning that You may have a house that you put a quarter of a million out there, but remember this, the longer your house is out there on the market, the longer that value goes down. The more that the other houses surrounding that house sells at a certain rate, meaning that that would be close to the rate that your house is in. You can't put your house on on the market and it's a quarter of a million dollars and then you sit there and say, okay. I want that house to be sold that when everybody else's house has been sold at 150000 Now, you can get it appraised, you can get it reviewed, and they can say, okay, yes, your house is a quarter of a million, but however, the, ha- the surrounding houses will pull that price down. So it's like a reverse effect with the uh, Earl Thomas situation. He put out there that he wanted anywhere from 14 to $15 million. Cowboys are willing they already reported that they are willing to pay anywhere between eight and ten million Now by Tashard Gibson being signed by the Texans just a few minutes ago That was the last suitable place for Earl Thomas as it relates to Locations and range and things of like that right and we already know that the other teams are like the, the Green Bay Packers They went and got the, uh, the, the uh, I guess his name was uh, Amos they went and got him Uh, These safeties coming off the board, the market has changed in a sense, whereas Landon Collins, when the Redskins reached deep down in their pockets and they paid just too much money for that, (laughs) it blew and made the market crazy, right? Then people start valuing the age factor, so by the Redskins putting the poison out there of signing Landon Collins for that outlandish crazy deal, it messed up the market. And then on top of that, you look at the Kansas City Chiefs when they went and picked up the Honey Badger. It was over with from there. Nobody's on, in their right mind was going to say, "Okay, I'm going to go out there and get Earl Thomas's of the world for 14, $15 million. When I trust my coaching staff, I trust my coaching staff to elevate these teams and, and make sure that they're getting the the right players in those parameters. So that. The market value for Earl Thomas may just been too high, and he might have outpressed, and he might have outspoken too quick. Now this thing is not over with. Remember, I'm telling everybody that after the draft, that's when all the pricing comes down for a free agency. Look, some of the better teams right now are not making moves in free agency. Just the bottom line, like the teams that pretty much, you can look at the uh, the New England Patriots. They're letting players go. <laughs> So, <clears throat> the thing is, the thing is, all is all we got to do now is sit back. Let's go through this drafting process, and it's all win-win for us. Those teams that went and, dra- and picked up these uh, safeties, nine times out of ten, they're not going to draft a safety in the draft. That means that to that player, the Taylor Raps of the world, the Jonathan Abrams, the Thornhills, they get pushed a little bit back and back and back and backer. And backer, and backer. <laughs> it gives us a better chance to uh, for us to pick up those particular players. Shout out to you, Boomer soon. Appreciate you for tuning in. Italian Cowboys. Yes, Abrams. Yes, yeah, supercharged. Appreciate you, man. Uh, so this is the thing. How we can look at this as a beneficial piece, you still make and get Earl Thomas. If, if don't come in the way and you say, well, you know what? I fold up like a wallet. I would go ahead and retire. If not, then the value itself. I love the market value because the market always would speak for itself. Last night um, on the Discord, we was talking about um, uh, the, the, the salary cap, the salary cap era. Look, to me personally, the owners are very clever with this, saying that okay, we can't afford to pay players or the smaller markets will engulf and, and be uh, horrible and there won't be uh, competition across the board they have this notion that it will go back to the 60s and the 70s and the 80s as far as revenue as far as the NFL and I, and I have a different opinion I have a different view of everything all of these owners are billionaires <laughs> they're not millionaires these are billionaires <laughs> they have the money to pay players but what they do is they circumvent it with the salary cap meaning that they put it at 188 million that all all all, 30, all, all the 32 teams got 38 188 million dollars. The problem is with that is that when you have 188 million dollars and all of the collective owners are billionaires, they have more of the shoe in the race because what happened here is you get other teams that will set the market that have nothing but 188 million although cap spaces across the board now, i know a lot of people would not understand this but the problem is is that now you can su- suffice of having a player not being able to make the amount of money that he should be able to make for example d law we already know that we think that 141 million is too much money to pay a person of course 90 million guaranteed that's too much money but if you take away the salary cap they, I guarantee you, Jerry Jones would figure out a way to put that money in his, in his hands. But the problem is, you got only 188 million dollars to spend. So the issue is, is that these teams, these owners, knowing that. So I don't, I don't want to hear people talking about, hey man, the Cleveland Browns wouldn't be able to exist in, in this modern day time, or the Saints wouldn't be able to exist. A lie, because before. The, after the 90s we have tv ad revenue we have jersey sales we have the nike and adidas we have all of these sponsorships that didn't exist in the 80s didn't exist in the 70s so there are ways to for these teams to get paid but that's a story of a different day i will break that down in another factor but these owners are figuring a way to manipulate this money and not paying players the amount of money that they deserve and they, and they go back and say well it's the salary cap Texas signed Sean Gibson yes that's good for us DJ may appreciate you for the donation to help grow the nation that's what I was talking about by by Sean Gibson signing for the Texans that that eliminates the only other spot that will be a safe haven for Earl Thomas to go But we'll see how this day rock and roll all the way out to the end um, Um, the uh, San Francisco 49ers already mentioned that they are out of the Earl Thomas sweep states there's only one other team that would fit for Earl Thomas and I don't think that he would go up there and that's the Denver uh, Broncos I could be wrong but remember remember money speaks volumes (laughs) so to me personally to me um, Dallas Cowboys may be possible with 8 to 10 million unless Unless the New Orleans Saints say, you know what? Give us Earl. We got, we're going to take one shot at it. Give us a, an Earl Thomas, and let's see if we can help out our back end of the defense. The other thing, too, is i like to bring this up. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs, the reason why they went and picked up a, a, a quote-unquote uh, honey badger. Remember this, Cowboy Nation. Kansas City Chiefs was like top three, top four in sacks overall. I think they had 59, close to 60 sacks. But the overall ranking defense was like 30, 31. So let me know who you guys feel that's more valuable. Defensive edge rushing or safety. Remember, I'm going to say this again. Kansas City Chiefs, they was like number top three, top four in sacks collectively. Blitzing, coming off the edge, creating pressure. Overall, the defense is top. bottom half of the league. Number 29 or 30, something like that. This is a pass-happy league. I understand that we need players to get out to the quarterback. Yes, we can get that. But also, we need somebody that can take the ball away and challenge these passes that's been thrown down the field. Think about that, Cowboy Nation. So we don't want to just lead lead the league in uh, sacks. We want to be able to get the ball in the hands, back in the hands of the offense, taking the ball away, turnovers, takeaways. Uh, he played 19 games out of 24. They're talking about Earl Thomas. Um, I, I feel you what you're saying with that, but <clears throat> at the end of the day, we need turnovers, takeaways, and it's a conundrum. There's two sides of this. As much as these uh, guys going out there picking up these veteran safeties out here. It's always a sweetener knowing that those, when, when those guys get around towards the draft, that we can pretty much pick up somebody in the draft, opposed to you know getting one of these veteran's safeties at 114, 11, 12, 13 million. <clears throat> we gave Tony totally Romo 108 million. <laughs> was, who deserves right here to say we gave Romo all that money? Rodney. <laughs> yeah, no, not even before. Yeah, I feel what you're saying. Et never plays a full season, but I feel you, Law. We need the ball back to the offense. Yeah, hey, I like, like I said, I like the Thorn here. What he said, he was saying that uh, he was able to. He's a ball hog. He liked to fly to the ball. He liked to get the ball back to the offense. I like that. I like that mentality. I love the Jonathan Jonathan Abrams kid, uh, the Taylor Raps of the world. So we got some chances in. Uh, the, what's that guy from uh, Florida, Chauncey? Like his skill set as well. That's been my time, guys. I really appreciate each and every last one of you all for tuning in to the nation. Don't forget to hit that like button, share this content, let people know where they can go to listen in to the information for the nation. I will say this too. Don't forget, guys. Don't forget. This draft process is right around the corner. Our offseason is a long, 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 long process. So for those who have thoughts of what their team is going to be now, it's understandable. (laughs) But the real deal situation will be during this offseason, how players gel together and how they can pick up system, the system that Chris Richard is implementing. So that's, that's another thing, too. And as far as the uh, quote-unquote D-Law situation, all we got to do is just sit back and watch. <laughs> just sit back and watch. Don't rush it. <laughs> you can't rush perfection, right? That's been my time. I really thank you all for yours. And remember, you're listening to Nothing But The bass. Salute. I'm out peace let's go cowboy nation let's go